Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's 105. Is 105 something? I think it's still just in the in the kind of American infantry regiment category. 105, trying to thrive. Try to thrive. That's good advice. Try to thrive. I was recently on a rhyme-based uh, online panel show, Pierre, called Sounds Like. Oh, um, yeah. It's devised and hosted by some uh, um, young legends of the British battle rap scene. Oh, right, yes. Um, so I've, 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 I've had my rhyme hat on for a while. Um, do check it out. It's on the episode I'm on is now on uh, YouTube. I'll put, I'll put, put them on, on my Twitter as well. The show's called Sounds Like. And um, yeah, I had to do like a live battle rap, like a, a, a gentle version. A gentle version. Well, just like we just had a we had, we were given a rhyme scheme, and we had to pass it between each other, and you know you had to just res- keep responding in the rhyme scheme, but you'd only been you'd only just heard the rhyme scheme, and these are mul- they're like multisyllabic rhymes, so I don't know, so like you the rhyme scheme you're given is Call of Duty. And right. so the rhyme you have to come up with, it doesn't just end with T or Uti, it rhymes with R or Ui. Yeah. Um, like uh, a hall of booty or something right. like that. Right, okay, and a, 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 a ball of fruity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a fruity ball. A fruity ball, yeah. Um, but it's fun to check it out. It's a good, good, little, good show they've got. Um, uh, do you consider yourself a natural uh, battle rapper? Well, in one of the rounds, they were quite impressed with what I, I did. Um, and in one of the rounds, I embarrassed myself how bad <laughs> I was. So I guess on balance, I'm fine. That's a good balance, yeah. And also, it's good for entertainment. Like that's If you had a guest on a show like that, that's, the, that's what you'd want. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. If I just got on there and just tore everyone apart and I was just really serious about it. <laughs> yeah, you'd like you'd looked up stuff about their family. <laughs> really harsh stuff. Uh, uh, um, do you uh, think? Um, I was just thinking about this because battle rap is is poetry, isn't it? I would say so. Yeah. So, so here's a theory. Anything done sufficiently quickly is cool and aggressive, even ah. if, in its slow or written-down form, it is seen as incredibly old-fashioned and lame by the kind of people who would like it if it was fast and aggressive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking this, actually, about chess, because you know I'm playing a lot of online chess at the moment. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, how... How would you impress someone cool with chess? And I, and it just have to be the really fast version of chess, where people are like da 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 da. That's the only way you can impress anyone. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's the only way that you can visualize your skill without them knowing enough about chess to know that you're exactly. good. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, so quick poetry is cool and, and aggressive and street. Quick, quick uh, portraiture. Quick portraiture, like the caricature artists. Yeah, or just like a really quick, like street mural on a wall. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, this... Whereas when you when you see how like how those really intricate murals are made they're like whole teams of people with cranes and it oh, takes man. days yeah exactly whereas i'm talking one of those like v- videos you'll see on twitter or tiktok or whatever where it's like a guy setting up the camera on the floor at a low angle and he just kind of goes like with a spray can and you're like whoa what that doesn't look like anything and then he adds like one line and you go it's tupac and it's on it's like always a, Tupac. It's, it's always, always Tupac. Tupac. I think there's a. I think in in America there's some kind of law, federal law. <laughs> unless yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. unless you're <laughs> unless you're within Brooklyn, then it has to be Biggie Smalls. Yeah, but otherwise it's Tupac. Yeah, um, caricatures. Yeah, that's quick enough to be sort of cool. Battle rap is poetry. Um, Cooking. Yeah, cooking just really quickly. Because like baking something. is not cool. No, because you have to. Oh, wait. making a roast is not cool. No, because you have to wait. Flipping a pancake is cool. That's right. Flipping pancake. Flipping a pancake is cool. Stir fry is cool. Yeah, anything with flames, flames that's right. leaping yeah, yeah, yeah. up. That's good. Uh, what else is? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Other slow, lame things. Um, going on a lovely country walk. Right. But um, if you run a country walk, that's not cool, though. But sprinting through the countryside, like doing like a running, a running thing, that's cooler, though. It is cooler. You look like you're in a Nike ad or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running sex? Around the, the sex park. is the one, actually. Sex is the only one which is less cool the, qu- the quicker you do it. Yeah, if, you, if you're... If you're yeah, it's, it's slow as like Barry White, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whereas if you're like <laughs> done, people make fun of you. <laughs> or even if you last a normal amount of time, but you do it like <laughs> like a horrible rabbit, <laughs> and people will go, "What the fuck? Uh, where's the where's the uh, sexy Barry White attitude here? Where's the confidence? Where's the confidence?" I- that's to, that's that's the important thing. It's just like yeah. it's the only one where it 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 reveals a lack of confidence to do it quicker rather than slow. Yeah, it's it it implies that you're not sure if you'll you'll reach the destination you want to. <laughs> oh hey, did you watch the television event of the week? <laughs> I actually actually didn't. Oh, I actually didn't. I even got confused because I didn't realize it was on like a day early in America, right? And yes, so the, it was the shown Harry in and Meghan interview. The interview of a British prince was on in America first. Yeah, but it, but then because it was on in America a day early, all the articles and 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 write ups were done. So I was like, oh, I presumed it had been done in the UK, and then everyone on Twitter was like. Oh, it's coming. And I was like, Yeah, what? it's quite interesting. It's like, it's rare that uh, news gets a teaser. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, I I, I read all the, 
Uh, you know, I kept up to date though, Phil. I had Twitter open, uh, looked at the lash, then the backlash, then the backlash lash, then the back back backlash. Well, here's where you and I are um, opposite at the moment. I mm. didn't look at. I actually made sure not to look at Twitter because it would make me angry. And I actually watched the real thing. So I watched Ooh. the full two hours, and didn't look at a single comment on Twitter. This is like Children of Men. He's the only man on earth with an untainted <laughs> take. He's got yeah, the purest are, we, takes. We are like some ancient myth where each of us gets the like gets half of the picture. <laughs> and only to, together we are the smartest being in the world, but apart we only have half of the half of the picture each. That's right. Yeah, we have to kind of connect uh, two bits of a kind of gem on a necklace. But you know what? I'll, I well, I thought it's funny that uh, it was <laughs> it was on an ITV. The Harry and Meghan interview was on an ITV a day after it was on in America. Yeah, presumably just because the Queen couldn't figure out a VPN. <laughs> She's like, "How do you you click the flag thing of the uh, and I pick um, America?" Pick this one. Oh, that's Puerto Rico. Oh, that. Uh, this one is Chile. Oh, oh, I hate this, all these. This one is faster, but it wants seven dollars <laughs> through PayPal. <laughs> yeah, so ITV went. You know what? We'll put it on for you. <laughs> Turn on channel three. Channel three, nine p.m. Number three. And no, that is ITV. No, it's the same thing. Number, yeah. Yeah. That's not the, that's not a different channel. We're telling you the number on the knob. No, it's not on Netflix. You don't have to put it on Netflix. It's um. No, Netflix isn't it? a channel. No, <laughs> no, Netflix isn't a channel. This is just your regular TV, but it's channel three. All right. You're okay. Thank you. You're, that's all right, mom. All right. That's a good idea. Just having to formulate a response to if an old person asks you if Netflix is a website, you're like, well, I. Mm. I mean, kind of. Kind of, yeah, I, I, in the sense that everything is, I suppose. I mean, it has a website. I don't know if you'd say it's, in um, essence, a website. Can you imagine what would happen if the BBC had shown it? <laughs> the biased br- British bias company. The British bias company? That's that's. <laughs> Harry should have turned to the camera and looked down the lens and said, you want to see this on the BBC? <laughs> of course, it's the classic. You won't see this on the BBC. It's the you purest example. You won't, apart from pornography, perhaps. Well, well, depends how artistic it has, how artistically it has been um, integrated into the drama, or how decadent your imagination is. <laughs> uh, but it was good watching, uh, for the most part. What are your um, hot takes, Phil? They're they're fresh and preserved, and no other human hand has touched them. My hot takes are that our preview um assessment mm. was pretty much right yeah it's two hours of imagine the cage that is made of gold <laughs> it, it is all basically two hours of that i Where, was i was a royal but also i had a job it was the worst of every possible world <laughs> and you know <clears throat> megan highlighted a couple of uh uh, more serious issues, some, you know, yeah. some uh, mental turmoil that she went through, and 
and something racist one of the royals said um who they will not name but is obviously just prince philip oh they've said it wasn't um the top two well is prince philip considered the top two the queen and the and the duke of edinburgh are the top two yeah so it wasn't oh wait so they've said this is a thing they've come out and said they've come out and said okay but not those two it's so like schoolyard the whole yeah. thing is so schoolyard the whole fucking i didn't make kate cry she made me cry yeah, 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 yeah. and i won't tell you who said it okay was it prince philip nookie no it wasn't him was it the queen it no, wasn't no, the queen not the queen no no she's cool we're cool <laughs> uh, but it was one of the others and i'm not going to tell you who it is it, it it was one two hour long equivalent of typing onto Facebook. You just can't trust some people sometimes. And Oprah <laughs> commenting under underneath, "Oh, babes, what's what's happened?" And then replying, oh, "I don't want to talk about it." That's it's two hours of that. Someone, yeah, it's two hours of Oprah repeatedly saying "UK hun." <laughs> also, like in in terms of in terms of someone saying, "But how black will the child be?" I mean, that could be any one of them. That could be any member of the royal family saying that. That could be one of the... That could be Prince George. That could be a seven-year-old. Yeah. Given the context they live in, that could genuinely be the youngest member asking a blunt, sort of racially tense, awkward, rude question about a new child. Or um, it could it could be Prince Andrew, who at this point has nothing to lose. He could say whatever he wanted, yeah. and no one would remember. Or if they did remember, they'd forget the pedo stuff. Oh, at this point, it's a drop in the ocean. <laughs> the the fact that like the Daily Mail, like like obviously the press hounded and bullied Meghan Markle and were racist. That's that's beyond doubt. Those are the two things the British press does: bully people <laughs> and be racist. And if they can bully someone and be racist at the same time, so much the oh, better. Yeah. Oh, that saves a lot of time for them, a lot of money, a lot of ink. Um, but the idea that the Daily Mail's headline today is like the worst royal crisis in eighty-five years, <laughs> you think? Is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> and you just think, right? So the Prince Andrew best friend is a paedophile with a pedo island that he visited. Thing visiting him after he's been in jail for being a pedo. That's that's fine. All the yeah. Diana Charles stuff in the nineties, <laughs> that's fine. But this 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 lady getting rid of a royal who was never gonna be the king anyway. And the lady saying, I'm I I had a bad time and I'm American and I'm mixed race. That's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Those three things are the worst thing in the world in the in the eyes of the Daily Mail, which makes nothing but sense given its brand. But you have to admire their commitment to being absolutely insane. The Royals or the Papers? Both, mainly the Daily Mail. Yeah. The Papers don't... Like, no paper has a commitment to being insane as profoundly as the Daily Mail. They, they, well, they, every day they show up. Well, that's their... their they've painted themselves into a corner. That's their market they've that's the people they serve uh, people who are if not themselves crazy certainly like to entertain the insane sides of their personalities yeah it's like rage porn for them i guess um yeah and obviously but it's wildly successful because all my friends who complain the most about the daily mail and its awful coverage are always on its website 
Oh yeah, I mean the the, the amount of times I've seen, well back you know, back when I was heavily on social media, the amount of times when people would just post a link to Daily Mail story going, "This is disgusting, what a rag the Daily Mail is," and I'm just sat there thinking, "Well, good on you, sort of widening their reach ever so slightly." <laughs> Well done. You've really shown them there, giving them all that free circulation. Given that they're a business model that you know as well as I do is only about publicity and clicks. Like, that's how it makes its money. There's nothing, there's no other way it makes its money anymore. Yeah. You're, you're essentially saying, this is the Daily Mail's GoFundMe. You should add a couple of pounds by clicking. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, even people, yeah, who hate the Daily Mail and stuff, but I mean, they'll they'll go on it to browse it, I mean. That's how addictively they've designed the website, especially the sidebar of shame. Oh, yeah. I mean, the sidebar of shame is um, similar to um, uh, the Twitter infinity scroll. I think someone at Twitter, like, we always forget these things were invented. And the infinite yeah. scroll was invented, I think, or was it a guy at Facebook invented it? But the infinite scroll, which, you know, I fall, I fall victim to all the time, where it never ends. So you just keep going and going and going and going. There should be, I would love it if some 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 really meddling country like Switzerland or Luxembourg is going to pass a law at some point saying, okay, okay guys, there's infinite scroll is illegal now. You can't have it. And I'm going to move there because it's really bad for you. <laughs> you, just see, you just see the story in The Times as you open it over a lovely breakfast and you look at, at over your moon half moon glasses and he says luxembourg has banned infinite scroll <laughs> all right and just quietly wrap up the paper <laughs> and you pack away your stuff and you put on a beige trench coat and <laughs> i just for a taxi and just i just start to I, I put my i carefully put my breakfast in my pockets <laughs> just pay me to luxembourg Luxembourg City, please. No, no. One way. <laughs> Just to be really clear with anyone with <laughs> watching. It's so bad for you. But yeah, I mean, I know people who are like committed intellectual progressives who are just like infinitely scrolling past pictures of women in bikinis that I've never heard of who've had a fight with another woman in a bikini who I've never <laughs> heard of. These are important fights. Yeah. Do you know that thing where, like, sometimes you read a book like Lord of the Rings, or you come to maybe a television series like Game of Thrones or something like long running, and you accidentally watch an episode from like season 15? Yeah. And you're mm -hmm. just like, I, I can't. This is exhausting because so much is being implied that I'm supposed to know, and I can tell I'm missing most of this. Yeah. Or when Tolkien in Lord of the Rings is like, Ah, Benethor, the son of Grandliol, who uh, fought uh, thousands of years ago. And it just goes on and on. That's the feeling I get when I look at someone like, over their shoulder as they scroll down the sidebar of shame. Because mm. it's just like, you'll never guess what Tizzy said to Marbella tonight, <laughs> like last night at the fuck shack. And I was like, what? Fuck shack? I haven't even heard of the people involved. Is I don't know if it's a location or a film. Huh? Fuck shack? Fuck shack? <laughs> There's a fuck shack now that you... Saying that out loud over the person's shoulder. What? There's a fuck shack now. And they're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like the amount of, of of like I've I've had to learn to survive about married at first sight and then married at first sight Australia. 
Yeah, I was confused. I thought there only was one and it was in Australia. No, it turns out there's more than one. And now I know that. And now I have an opinion on some of the Australian people, which I don't need to have. They'll never come up again. <laughs> well, they will come up again when it's um, celebrity married at first sight. But yeah. all the celebrities are just people who have, were on a, a, a previous series of Married at First Sight. Yeah, and so they, gained some level of notoriety. Yeah, an infinitely recursive loop. Yeah. And the, the host of Married at First Sight Season 5 is the winner of the first one in this kind of like... <laughs> in the same way that like the, the one main character who survives from every horror movie has to be tortured by the serial killer again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they've got... In like Saw 7, they've got people from Saw 2. You know. That's right, that's right, that's right. Every <laughs> whenever they do that with someone that's like hosting or on a show again in season five when they were on in season one, like a reality show, it should show them like waking up in the Big Brother house having been kidnapped and just ah, ah, just <laughs> screaming as they look around at the colourful walls. <laughs> they said it was over. <laughs> they promised I was free. So they slam their fists on the on the plywood. In a way, you are free, but now you have to do it to other people as yeah. host. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just... its You're not supposed to know or remember this many people. It's not good for you. Well, what is it? The Dunbar number, right? Dunbar number, 150. 150. We're only, we're only designed... To know 150 people. Yeah. And now, every day, we are, we, are, we are sort of asked to expand that to thousands, thousands of people. Just like most people could probably name, if they really sat down, 150 celebrities who they've never met. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what does that do to your Dunbar number? Because it's like, well, I don't remember half my primary school class but i do remember brad pitt so yeah it's interesting isn't it i remember um, who he is because he's brad pitt and we were in fight club together my brain thinks yeah gosh and um, do you think do you think brad pitt takes up one of your dunbar numbers or is it someone does it have to be someone you feel you have some relationship with so, so someone you 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 reply to on twitter someone you message you know do you think um Does do you think he takes up interaction a, yeah do you think he takes up a dunbar number or do you think he's in the memory area of the brain reserved for like gods and mammals <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like i remember brad pitt in, in the way that maybe our stone age ancestors who had the dunbar number correct would remember kaluki the god of rain <laughs> Yeah, I've always I've always seen a um, a real Kaluki vibe in in Brad Pitt. I think yeah, God of Rain, his crinkly face in the clouds. He certainly makes the ladies wet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, and uh. the men by pissing out of envy. Is that does that work? Well, that's how it works for me. Yeah. You know what they say? See a handsome man. Uh, piss. piss. Yeah. Um. Handsome man, pissing pants. That's almost a multi-celebrity. <laughs> <thing>. See, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think how you could uh, see a handsome fella. You could change that to make the rhyme work. See a handsome fella. Um, my my glands will sweller. See a handsome fella. Your trousers will be yellow. Y- yeah, but I- ideally you'd you'd rhyme with the handsome as well. Oh, see okay. You've learned you've, you've learned a lot make your from pants go yellow. You've learned a lot from battle rap. That's it. See a handsome fella make your pants go yellow. <laughs> oh man, I've been served. Yeah. Enjoy your meal, Pierre. You've just been served. What have I been served when I get served? Myself, I suppose. Yeah, what does one get served? I guess You've like... been served. Yeah, because that sounds good. I'm like, oh, great, thank you. Thank you, I've been waiting. Do I leave a tip? Is it customary in this country to tip? <laughs> Don't That's forget to tip your, um, your battle rapper. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm there looking up the, the lonely planet guide to battle rapping. <laughs> tipping, tipping, tipping. <laughs> it's like a little prospectus with a kind of blurry shot of a mid-motion hand-throwing rapping guy <laughs> on the front. Do you do the... that when you? Do you do that when you go on holiday? That's the first thing I look up is um, whether or not tipping is a thing. Oh, really? Yeah. And sometimes they'll be like, "Tipping is not um, commonplace in Malta," and it probably is in Malta, but whatever. And and. I'll go, yes! <laughs> and the best one is Japan. I know we talk about Japan so much, but in Japan, they will chase you down the street with two yen if you've overpaid. They, really? They won't accept a tip. That must be, yeah, that, that must be one of the most on-brand things that you do. Me? Look yeah. up the restaurant etiquette. No, no, no. Like, like looking up the thing and going, yes! Oh, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're like... um. You're like a, a squirrel-like obsession with a, s- sort of avoiding tolls in a way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're saying I'm a miser. It's not miserly because you don't... You you spend money on stuff, so you can't be I a do. miser. You do I buy do. things. You know, you're not like a, in a shack with nothing nice. Um, but you have that, like... Um, something to do with tolls or, like, avoidable expenses... Right, if, I've never noticed this about myself. I think so. I think any expense, like like a, uh, are people saying this behind my back? Oh, there goes Phil avoiding another toll. Oh, there he goes the the toll avoider. We call him. <laughs> um, no, I just think I just mean like I think there's there's two sides of the same coin. There's a side of the coin where you go, yes, I don't have to tip because technically you don't have to tip in countries where it's normal, but you accept that it would be rude not to, right? Yeah, 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 and 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 would. Um... <clears throat> financially yeah um oh but uh my words are failing me inconvenient kind of yeah fuck over fuck over sure someone yeah yeah and you understand it's been built into the local economy and blah 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 the presumption of a tip so like you're not against tipping because you're doing it when you are seeing it as the rules ask you to yeah but when the rules don't ask you to that's a big bonus and the other side of that coin is how much you hate avoidable fines or losses of money oh yeah that's a big one i mean when especially when i like when i first moved to london i remember um i got fined like l- the one day i didn't take my young princess rail card out was the one day <laughs> i got inspected on it yeah and yeah. i had to pay a fine of and because I'm, I'm using it on my Easter card you know i yeah. tie it to my young person's rail card which people don't know you can you can do but you save a third on your on your TFL travel. 
a third. And they don't advertise this. You've got to do it, guys. If you've got a young person's rail card and you live in London, tie it to your Oyster card. I'm pretty sure it's better value for money than contactless. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, I didn't bring it out my young person's rail card and I got fined for using a young person's rail card tied Oyster. And it was like £75 or £65 or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. And so for the next two weeks, I was like, I have to save £75 somewhere. No, yeah, and, I see. Yeah, this is the thing. This is and, what I'm saying. <laughs> and so I would like look. I would like hope to catch myself wanting to buy something that was seventy five pounds, and then I would be able to go. No, I can't have that. So I've denied myself that, <laughs> and I've made up for the fine, which was a glitch. I, I I think I see those things as a glitch. So I find sort of like a glitch in my life that I have to fix. So right. if I got fined, I've got to fix the mistake. And so, so next time I, I next time a purchase of that amount comes up, I'm not allowed it. You do this kind of weird mini Lent. Yeah, I'm, in your own mind. My my theory is that I've played too many video games in my life, and um, so my first instinct when I make a mistake or do something wrong is that I want to reset, I want to reload a save point. Ah, and, okay. But because I've, I can't do that yet. Mr. Bezos, get on it. But for now, I can't. <laughs> and so I have to try and negate the mistake some other way. I have to cancel it out. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better with this. I've managed but... to view it as that. that that is the cost of me not doing it again. Right. So the cost of the lesson. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I that's was a good way. So okay. it's like, I was always going to f- fuck up this thing. It's just that now I've done it, I need to be like, okay, I've paid to never do that again. Does that make you a fatalist, though, to believe that you were always going to make the mistake? Because that's what drives me mad, is that I could have done something a little different and I wouldn't have made the mistake. No, I, I accept that there was a, a statistical chance that the mistake would... that that Okay, so there's a statistical chance that this, the mistake could be made, right? Every day. Yeah. You forget your L card. Exactly. But now yeah. that I've done it and had a bad thing from it, that statistical chance is, is vastly reduced. It is reduced, yes. Yeah, yeah. That is a good way of looking at it. And I think I, I look at it more that way now. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I've paid to lower the dice roll. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that like my back injury, you know, when I pulled my back quite badly. Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, if only I had... I had lifted that weight correctly. But then I think, <laughs> well, if I hadn't hurt myself, you know, I've been so careful ever since. If I hadn't hurt myself, would I just done it at a different time? Or would I have done it at a point of my my life where my body would be less capable of recovering? Yeah. You know? And yeah, you have to look at it that way. But for a long time, I didn't see things that way. And oh, man, it's hard. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, you can't live, you can't live in uh, regret towers. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I am the superintendent of regret towers. I never leave. I lock up every night when everyone else goes home. You, you're, you've got a big um, ring of keys. Yeah, yeah. When there's a noise in the night, I have a big torchlight and I go, oh, who's there? That's me in regret towers. <laughs> Quiet out there. I'm thinking. <laughs> my regrets. You live in like a penthouse at the top. You're the super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only superintendent who has the penthouse. Yeah, yeah. You're you're the super, but it's because you bought the building when it was cheap. Mm. Ah, sure. A lot more people interested in moving into regret towers these days. I remember when this area was uh, well, it was a slum. <laughs> yeah, regret towers is hard to it's hard to leave. It's like Hotel California. It's hard to leave California. Hotel California. Oh, Hotel California. Yeah, you can check in anytime you like. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. But yeah, I think that those two things are the same side of the coin. There's something about like little points or money points or that's minus seven, you know? Yeah. That's plus seven. Um, yeah, I'm really bad for it. I uh, Yeah. I'm really envious of people who like lose a bit of money and then go, oh, well. <laughs> I think it always de- it also always depends on how much money they had to start with, of course. Yeah. What's really impressive is someone doesn't like what's not impressive, it's like kind of terrifying, but I guess you shouldn't be able to shrug off a certain amount of loss if you don't have that much more than the amount you're losing, right? But then some people mm-hmm. can still do that. They're just immune to the feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, you'll never be a gambling addict. That's true. I mean, we we play the occasional poker together, and I, I can't. I'm yeah. I'm very. If I if I lose enough money, I just go. Well, I can't play poker for a while now. <laughs> Until my mana recharges. Yeah, ga- yeah, man. Gambling addiction is a brutal thing. I. It's. I don't get it myself. I could never do it, but I understand addiction. Oh, well. Yeah. What just. The, I'm addicted to chess right now. I'm definitely yes. addicted to chess. I play chess a lot. At the moment, yes, gambling gambling addictions are harder to comprehend because from the outside they look like someone feeding money into a negative equation. <laughs> but it's yeah. all about the thrill and the love of the game and the odds, and maybe this could work and the self harm of it all. Yeah, the glorious juicy damage, Phil. 
Well, <clears throat> I'm currently reading, and I've been reading it for a while. <clears throat> and it, and it went and where it's why uh, part of the reason why we were talking about um, regression to the mean recently. But uh, Daniel Kahneman's um, thinking fast and slow. Oh yes, I'm reading it slow. Um, <laughs> but it's and it's all about biases, and it's all about um, human biases, and how our human brains are always ignoring statistics. And we just go for what we feel, what we think in our individual case, and we extrapolate individual cases to embody yeah. a general. But we never use a general to inform the particular. So if you meet one person, say, who is... Um, we meet one person who is from Luxembourg, and they're really rude to us. We, we It's very easy for us to go, people from Luxembourg are rude. But if we read a statistic that said... People from Luxembourg are very rude. And then we met a friendly Luxembourgian, one of the few friendly Luxembourgians. We'd go, oh, that statistic is wrong. Luxembourgians are actually very nice. But it's incorrect. Yeah. You should always follow the statistics. But we, as our, our minds are not, you know, we're not attuned to following statistics. We follow our own experiences and the stories on, on, we make. On the presumption that the statistics are correct, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that, yeah that's a heavy assumption, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I, I've got that book, and I've I've read sort of bits of it, and I can I cannot think of any other book where every chapter is a life changing revelation that I almost <laughs> immediately forget. Yeah, you just kind of have to stick with it. It's one of those books where I'm reading other books while I'm reading it. Yeah, I I, I remember quite long reading it, and at the end of every chapter, I'd be like, what? I, I, and then there'd be like some stuff would be quite complicated, and there's a nice little summary at the end of every chapter, and I would go, my. God, the scope of this. Well, if you could just master this, then... And then it, I could feel it, like, draining from my mind. <laughs> I could, like, liquid just coming out of a sieve. Just yeah. blah, blah, blah. And as I was saying, well, now that I know this, I uh, potato apple pie. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I just, I could feel myself going stupid again. Just turning... Back from man to mud. Yeah, just turning back into this gorilla going... <laughs> having just elevated myself to the status of a sort of god. That's, could, I mean, that's. I guess that's what, when you realise what makes like these people geniuses. Yeah. And an economist like Daniel Kahneman a genius. It's like you read one of those chapters and you go, Oh yeah, I get that. I guess I'm very clever. <laughs> and then the next day you've forgotten it. And you realise, oh, he has this entire book in his head all the time. He always knows this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't need any help from anyone to know this. Like that book yeah. I was discussing, but the one about how it has a chapter that says time isn't real. Oh yeah, I need to read this one. That's by the Italian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who was the co-wrote or co-made tenant, ten tenant, tenant. Oh yeah, tenant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in some way, I can't. He was like the advisor, or he inspired it, or what's his face rang him up and said, "I like your book, Science Man." Uh, um, what'd you say we turn it into a talking picture? Quantum, the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the idea that there's just this sort of cheerful, uh, sort of middle-aged Italian guy just kind of boop, 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 boom, just going around, has a little, has a little sandwich, and just in his head, he's just not the knowledge that time isn't real and that time space <laughs> is granular. Yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh, I think today I'll have a, um, a 
A latte. Like he could just exist. <laughs> it, it, it's a similar... I have a similar perplexed feeling to someone like that as I do. And maybe I've said this before of seeing like a crazy street preacher, like an obviously <laughs> insane person, but who has their shirt buttoned up and presumably yeah. got up that morning and brushed their teeth and made themselves breakfast and went, ugh, ugh, ugh. like did all that and then just got on the street and went, he's coming to kill us all. <laughs> do you think, um, do you think, uh, while, while in the morning while they're brushing their teeth, they're doing like vocal, like, Satan? No, that's too high. <clears throat> Satan? Oh, there we go. Like, me, 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 me. And like the, the, the wife is like straightening his tie. Have a good day at work, honey. Oh, I always do. <laughs> Give him one for me. And she's like, like she looks like the wife from, um, <laughs> from, from, uh, oh, the fucking Jetsons. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> Judy Jetson? Judy, yeah, his wife. Judy? No, no, Jane. Jane, his wife. Jane, his wife. Yeah, Jane, his wife. His wife. That's a funny funny rhythm. (laughs) Jane, his wife. (laughs) Verging on panic. (laughs) Jane, his wife. Don't don't say anything. (laughs) What what an amazing cartoon to have, uh, like, three sexist jokes in the intro. Oh, when she pulls the cash out of his wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this guy's like, like, I something quite addictive about 1950s to 1970s media is just the idea of like, obviously there's sexism and then there's racism in some of them as well, but the relentless certainty that every man is is just miserable and hates mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every element of his life is sort of astonishing in its consistency. You think. Isn't there one show where the guy's like, uh, he's just fine? <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> he hates his yeah, wife. His children are is. awful. Maybe maybe it's because, com- maybe it's something about comedy having to be some sort of inversion of society. And so so in comedy, in funny situation, the guy is the powerless one and, and the wife holds all, all the power. Yeah, I mean... It's interesting looking back, isn't it? All these shows where it's like, even the Jetsons or the Flintstones or any of those, where it's like uh, a, a guy with a job who's like, yes, Mr. Spacely, no, Mr. Spacely, and having to mm. like get kicked around and he's not paid enough. And it's from an era when a, an entire house with no mortgage was two years' salary. Right. It was like yeah. the easiest it's ever been in history to be a landowner. Oh yeah, the quality of life was unbelievable. The guy, the guy who managed your local McDonald's, his wife and kids didn't have to have jobs. <laughs> yeah, and all this comes about oh, clocking in for another day <laughs> at, at the office. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I'll be here, dear. Um, I don't need to work, remember? Because you make so much. Yeah. Bye. You make so much money that I'll be here perfecting our home we own. <laughs> <laughs> for you to come back and complain about how hard everything is. Yes, for you to come back to a fully made, elaborate dinner. In a beautiful, huge house. That you that own. Be Must be worth millions now. <laughs> yes, yeah, that you've bought in an area that's going to be heavily urbanized over the next few de- decades in a kind of gentrifying way. Or 
Your boss is coming over for dinner. Why, I only have this huge open plan kitchen to make that dinner in. (laughs) What's the dinner? Why, it's the most expensive meats in the world. And I and, and take seven hours to cook them, and I have all of that time. Yeah, they're just complaining. Speaking of, have you watched um, WandaVision? No, everyone's been creaming their jeans about it. Uh, and uh, yeah. the, the bits I've the bits I have the sprinkles I've received through my feeding tube on Twitter it's, look very it's, delicious. It's, it's good. It's it's so interesting. It's basically it's two characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they're without spoiling anything they're they're in an old american style sitcom yeah and it's um it's it's vision and scarlet witch is that right um wonder was she wonder maximoff i think the name of the character is um like not very interesting character in the movies i never cared about them i found them quite boring but this this show is pretty good is she scarlet witch just... or is she her own thing oh i don't know i don't know i've There's given too up. many i've given up yeah it's too many is um, it Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's it's a the Marvel achievement is extraordinary in the amount of detail and the the diversity of characters they've somehow managed to get the world to follow. The world, it's unbelievable their achievement. I mean, and Wonder Vision is such a weird show. It's the concept is so out there and so bizarre. Yeah, it's unbelievable that well one. The TV show like that would ever be made. Two, they'll be made on the Disney Plus, and would be made with characters that have been in billion-dollar-grossing uh, mainstream films. Well, that's and it. It's, it's at so this point, big. Marvel have done so well; they can just fuck around. Whereas but that's that's the DC, film. DC haven't even got the the first film correct. <laughs> they haven't even even got their Avengers correct. They're still good. Maybe. Uh, Batman and Superman have the same mum. What? <laughs> Meanwhile, Marvel are bending the form, and people are letting them because they've they've smashed the rest so well already. But it's just it's it's overspill. When something is so successful, the overspill is still like zero point zero 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 one percent. But when it's such a big whale, that little bit of blubber. What do you mean? So like. Or the overspill of fans who would follow something like Wonder Wonder Vision. Fans, budget, revenue, you name it. Yeah, yeah. They can literally look at it and go, "Okay, a a quintillionth of of the people who like this could enjoy this, and it would still make double what it costs to make." Sure. Done. You know. Yeah. The margins must be nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only thing that stops something like Harry Potter being the same is the fact that lots of the character names or words are different in different languages. But even then you're probably still like, I, 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 I bet you there's something weird, like, like in the Vietnamese parliament, someone's referenced Quidditch in a metaphor, like that kind of level of <laughs> insane yeah. penetration of like object f- fiction that is objectively for children. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love reading some sort of things about how, so comic books are sort of they have all these actually very mature themes and that and they, they can do now but there's a th- there's a thread of like comic book almost academia that tries to yeah. find these original significances and meanings in the in the first 
in the beginnings of these superheroes like when superman was just created when batman was just created you know superman was you know the, he was created by jewish immigrants to america it's about immigrants it's about an, an literal alien being in america but finding themselves to be powerful and they celebrated on the one hand but also 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 rejected by society on the other and I just kind of go, I think it's just a guy who's really strong. I think it's just a guy who, really, I think they came up with a guy who's really strong it, and we've loaded it with meaning afterwards. And that's fine too. There's well, no then, need for us to be all Adam Curtis about the start of comic book culture. But then we get into the the territory of like, when does it matter if the author knew what they were doing? or Exactly, yes, 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 yes. But I, I get a bit more sick of the... <clears throat> I mean, obviously, comic books or graphic novels can be, you know, amazing and fancy and, you know, Alan Moore and, and, and all the rest of it. But like, yeah, there is a certain there's a certain type of convention attendee mm-hmm. that um, <laughs> is sort of like feels the need to write some rambling blog about how whatever minor marvel character they love their arc is like shakespeare worthy and and always like great literature and and the same and and you think come on man (laughs) come on man he shoots lasers out of his hands come on (laughs) yeah i i mean yeah it's just a different it's a different thing it's just a different thing and that's fine yeah i mean there's lots of cool stuff like the themes within the x-men are cool as well about being ostracized from society but also whether whether or not you're like magneto or professor x right resistance or or trying to work with i see i see i see um interesting yes and then obviously canonically magneto is a concentration camp survivor that's right that's right that's a great one the first of the newer x-men the one was it first class when he's in the bar yeah the alpine pub yeah 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 when yeah 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 that's great that's really good i think that's the best x-men film magneto nazi hunter yeah that's good stuff um that's good stuff it's i i know i know this isn't um how we say uh woke to say pierre but i feel bad for the nazis sometimes because <laughs> Like, it's, it's the only person in a historical movie where you can have them on screen just, <laughs> like, literally mutilated. Mutilated. And people in in your audience will go, yeah, yeah, yeah get them. And it's like a close-up of Eli Roth machine-gunning Hitler's face into a pulp. Yeah. And people don't even look away. They're like, yeah, yeah. Pour it in my eyes. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to um, express any solidarity with the Nazi cause here, but you know, if you're like a, a quiet Nazi or if you're one of these alt right guys watching these films, you must feel a bit like oh, you must feel a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I love, I love the idea of a, a neo-Nazi leaving a screening of um, Inglorious Bastards and going, "Ooh, gives you the shivers." Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, the, be- the the first scene was great, but I, that sort of sad ending was a bit... God, I wasn't like, expecting that. Yeah, leaving with... D- dabbing their eyes with their armband. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh. <laughs> really sad about, <laughs> sad about it. 
do you think do you think neo-nazis hate the fact that magneto survived a concentration camp like they hate that he's sort of implied to be jewish or do you think that that fits with their insane conspiracy theories they're like yes that's that's what we think we 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 kind of on board with this metaphorically we just we just uh, agreed on what direction I, i don't quite understand well, they think Jewish people are like secretly superpower villains who oh, run the world, yeah. right? So yeah. that's they're not against that conceptually. Okay, okay. They just want to win, and presumably they'd be happy with his villa, uh, vilification in the in the X Men universe. That's true. Yeah, that's an uncomfortable thought. Hmm, hmm. Put him in the plastic jail. Yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, like the, the 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 average Nazi accent probably isn't that anymore. No, it's just it's like a sort of um... yeah, yeah. Put him in the plastic jail. Get him in the jail, boys. That's right. Make his handcuffs out of wood. I don't know. Or it's just like a guy from. Um, I mean, let's face it, Luton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably Luton. Um. Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, yeah, that's true. The continental fascists now all have kind of, um, well, they've got their own logos and they and they talk in more abstract terms, don't they? They've they've, they've sort of a bit swish now. The 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 continental fascists. Well, I mean, Europe always does that, don't they? They make things a bit more fancy. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, you've actually seen a Nazi in the wild. Yes. 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 Yeah, as, I'm pretty. Yeah, as illustrated by Lumps, the illustrator who's great on Instagram. Um, yeah, check him out. The tube, the tube Nazi, the Tube Nazi, the Tube Nazi. That's right. And um, I've probably asked you this before. He, he, I mean, he, he had a swastika just on his head. Can you yeah. get arrested for that? I don't. I mean, I guess in Germany, not here. In, yeah, in Germany he would. It's not illegal to just have one. Right, but yeah, I mean, yeah. these I mean, people. Are Prince always... Harry had one. Because <laughs> I had one in his fucking sleeve back when he was, you know, how old was he when he was at that party? In that I'd party? love it if he <laughs> he wore it to the interview to, with Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, it's... we just uh, think the royal family's a bit racist, actually. <laughs> they just um, they wouldn't let us dress however we wanted. <laughs> I felt very uh, repressed. It's um, it would be amazing to have a chat. Like, what are they? How do you become a neo-Nazi really now? You know, it's that uh, like a fucking internet. I guess it starts with one. You start with one grievance about something very particular to your life, and you end up down a rabbit hole that eventually you build this chain of influences and events and causes that links your own personal difficulties to this greater well some to some extent to some extent i think that loads of these people the anti-vaxxers the neo-nazis the lockdown conspiracists the all of these people they just want to be able to walk around with a head full of secrets you mean they enjoy believing that it's all a it's all a conspiracy? I think they enjoy it. Obviously, they are you know actually motivated in you know, by racism or whatever. It's not that they aren't sincere, but I think a lot of the appeal is them going like, "I know the things," and if you knew the thing about me, then oh, I'd be in trouble. But I'm not. I'm I'm like undercover. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's like it's the equivalent of what we say about the far leftists who don't want to win. It isn't about winning. It isn't about 
changing things. It's yeah. about it's about feeling you know something other people don't. Or and having a club. part of an important fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in a big that. fight, and yeah, LARPing. It's like LARPing. Mm. Like mm. like when you see all those American fascists wearing like tactical gear they've bought from an army surplus. Yeah. And they're always just the most splendidly fat men. <laughs> splendidly. Yeah. They yeah, the, all... yeah those, those vests are in army surplus because they didn't fit any of the actual soldiers. <laughs> or when you see this like bulletproof vest that's like a third the size of this fat guy's chest and it's like, you're really hoping they aim for the vest, right? <laughs> yeah, you're protecting one ventricle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> one one segment of your hyper-enlarged liver <laughs> is safe from an imaginary bullet from a police force that is more similar to you than it is to any other segment of the population. Mm, yeah. Isn't it nice having so little Ameri- news from about America at the moment? It's it's like America has... It's like America's deleted its social media. <laughs> I mean, it literally has. <laughs> it literally has. Did you see um, Donald Trump is, is suing or, or making a legal demand that the Republican Party stop using his name and face to raise money for itself? Really? Yeah, yes. He's like he's saying, like you, you don't have any rights to my image. You can't do that because he's that's a brand. Hilarious! That's hilarious. Isn't that amazing? He's already like slapping their little hands away from his pockets. That's so. I don't. Yeah, because some some of the Republicans who sort of who sort of were were flirting with denouncing him are now sort of back on. Are they back on the the wagon? They're pretty Lindsay, back on the wagon. The ones, the only ones who, and, um, the only ones who aren't are the ones who want to run themselves. Yeah, yeah. This is something I'm not sure of. If he wins another term, that is his second term done, right? You're only allowed two terms, and yeah. even if they're split apart. Yes. All right, okay. Yeah. Yes, the last person to do two terms but split, I think, was Grover Cleveland. Long Grover? Time Grover, yeah. Wow. Yeah. He loved groves. Groving about town. <laughs> That's right. Um, but has there ever been a group more, uh, I'm going to say it, Phil, cucked than the Republicans by oh, Donald man. Trump? Uh, Just, it's, it's embarrassing. He burst in through the doors, took everything from them, personally insulted them and all of their wives, <laughs> and in some cases their dead fathers, made them still support him for four years, exploded and left. And left, and they're still like, mm, "Come back, daddy, please, please." <laughs> it's funny for a party, a party so heavily identified, who's a party who saw heavily identify themselves as being the party of freedom, yeah, liberalism, as in bigger liberalism, as in being in charge of your own destiny, to be completely beholden to the whims of one man. And and the the party that's supposed to be like we're tough, okay, and we're, we don't need any. It's all about self reliance, tough decisions, <laughs> you know, and 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 strong values, Phil. If anyone messes with me, then who? And, and then all this- all you need in America to succeed is the grace of God, a strong spirit, and rights to the Donald Trump trademark. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, Donald Trump just shows up and says. To Ted Cruz, your wife's ugly and your dad killed JFK. 
Which he's like, he yes, literally sir, said. He literally said. <laughs> you got an ugly wife and your dad killed JFK and you're a fucking loser. And they, then he's just like, do you want me to suck your dick now? Or... <laughs> <laughs> what does he say in private I'm obsessed with what these people say in private they must know Ted Cruz went to Princeton or Harvard or one of them he's not dumb academically yeah. unless he was a legacy maybe he just got in because he could he might have been like it. a George W. Bush Harvard person that's true actually yeah where they just went um, yeah guy guy who should be like running a karaoke bar we're going to teleport you into Harvard yeah. almost you're, you're, to see what happens you're, there's a, a wing that's Yale, like he's your dad, Yale. so you can, yeah. The dad wing. We're putting you in the dad, the dad wing. You know, like Harvard and Yale and Princeton. You're literally dad. under your father's wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know that the the, the dad wing of uh, of Harvard or Princeton or wherever is where all the best parties happen because those guys those guys have nothing to lose. Um, okay, guys. That is enough Bud Pod for this week. We hope you have a good week. Freedom is coming. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Stay safe.